My name is Lincoln. Thanks for joining me once again. You're listening to That's the Truth. Coming right up is the audio recording of one of our live stream services from the House of God here in Montreal. You can watch the video recording on our Facebook page, Linked with God. That's L-I-N-K-E-D, with God. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, That's the Truth. If you have trouble finding that page, go to youtube.com, enter That's the Truth in the search bar, click on the filter button, which you'll see a little lower to the left of the search bar, then click on the channel button where you'll see the Bible icon that identifies our channel, That's the Truth, and that should appear right on top of the list. Click on the Bible icon where you'll then have access to all of our teachings on video. Please share these links with your friends and family so they too can be blessed with the Word of God as you are receiving it right now. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Well, let's get right to it. Get your Bibles. There's a lot to read because God has a lot to say to us. Directly from the Word of God, you're listening to That's the Truth. I will never be the same again. Never be the same again. Never. Never be the same again. Oh no, no, no. Since Jesus came, I am holy. In His name, I will never be the same again. Never, someone say never. never. Never be the same. Amen. Never be the same. Never. Amen. Never. Never be the same. Hallelujah. Despite what people have to say, the Word of God tells me different. And I thank God today I can stand and not only that I can stand, but I do stand. I am standing on every word. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I thank God to say when our holy sister is singing, I'll never be the same again. That's because something happened to me. There was a miracle of life. Praise God. Like I said, the way I came into this world is not the way I'm leaving. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Because I've been changed. Hallelujah. I thank God. His name is Jesus. Amen. That makes a difference. Praise God in me. That makes a difference in you. If you're listening at home, you can have this change. You can have this life in you today. Praise God. Hallelujah. Someone say never. Never. Amen. Never. Never be the same again. Praise God. Amen. Since my life has changed, I am not the same. Hallelujah. Praise God. Even though the world looks at you a little different, a little funny, I thank God today. Praise God. The Bible says we're made in His image. I thank God this is possible. Praise God. Through His Son, Jesus Christ. Praise God. Before we do and say anything else, let's give God a good hand today. If you're listening at home, join us. Praise God. With the celebration that we have to lift up the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise is God. Praise His holy name. At home, you can clap your hands as well. Praise God. The Bible says to clap your hands all your land. So do that. Hallelujah. I'll never be the same. I don't walk the same. I don't talk the same. I don't look the same. I don't smell the same. Amen. I'm not heading in the same direction. Praise God. Hallelujah. Blessed be His holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. For life that is in me. Praise God. Hallelujah. His name is Jesus. Praise God. Clap your hands all your land. Hallelujah. 
for bloodshed, my Redeemer, praise God. Never, no, never, amen, never be the same. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise His holy name. 1 John 4. You say, well, that's a nice song that you're singing. Well, let me back it up with some scripture. Praise God. Verse 17. Herein is our love made perfect. Already that goes against the grain of quite a few churches, quite a few assemblies are saying, oh, nothing perfect. Can't be perfect. If you have perfect love, everything else is just going to fall into its perfect place. Let me read this verse. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Listen to what our sister was singing. Because as he is, so are we in this world, 1 John 4, 17, near the end of your Bibles. Because as he is, so are we. It doesn't say so we will be. It doesn't say so after we die. It doesn't say after we go to heaven. It says so are we where? In this world, as he is. Someone say as he is. This is God's Word. This is Word of God. I'm reading from a King James Version. So if you're reading from the same version, you read it word for word. Because as He is, so are we in this world. Let me combine that verse with Hebrews chapter 13. So that we may boldly say, Hallelujah. I can stand here beyond, without a shadow of a doubt. Hallelujah. No doubt. Someone say no doubt. Praise God. No doubt in me, in my mind. Praise God. So that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what men shall do unto me. Praise God. Amen. As he is in this world. Who's my helper? Amen. Someone say the Lord as we read it right here. Amen. Who's your Lord? Jesus Christ. Praise God. The Lord is my helper. I quote a verse often saying, I look up from whence cometh my help. Amen. When I look up, I see what Stephen saw. Hallelujah. Amen. He saw his God, the Father, amen, and at the Father's side, he saw Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So when I look up, I've been preaching for the past two, three weeks, stop looking at things that you can see. If you walk by faith, begin to look, begin to seek for those things which are invisible, which you cannot see. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, have yet to see them, praise God, amen, not yet seen. Praise God. The evidence, Lord, and I thank God today, praise God, as I walk by faith. Amen. Not to be conformed to this world. All kinds of people saying all kinds of things. And I meet people and they, they're dependent. They're saying, well, this, you know, this little whatever's in the little jar that they call it a vaccine or the flu shot, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, go right ahead. 
And you see, this, this is trying to help me. They have organizations, government, the CDC, Dr. Tam, a president, a prime minister. The Lord is my helper. Amen. I may have voted for some of these people, but the Lord is Lord, my King, Savior. Amen. I'm speaking of Jesus Christ. Amen. I thank God for whatever offices these men and women they may hold. But I do not depend on things on this earth. I'm not dependent on things that surrounds me or things that just every day there's something new or every second day somebody comes up with a different idea and such. I've got something, hallelujah, in my hands today. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Amen. John chapter 1 and the first verse. Let me get you another John 1. This time, go near the end of your Bibles, go into 1 John 1, 1. I quote John 1, 1 often. This time, just so I can get it right, I'm going to read 1 John, 1 John 1, 1. It says, that which was in the beginning. Amen. I have two different references. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's established. Hallelujah. That's what I've got in my hands. What's, you may say, what's in your hands again? That which was in the beginning. 1 John, first John 1, 1. So I quoted John 1, 1, and now I'm quoting or reading from 1 John 1, 1. Which we have heard. See, it's nice to establish that in the beginning was the Word, and life goes on. How many people are hearing the Word today? That was in the beginning. I'm not talking about the word that comes out of the Pope when he stands in front of his open window and blah, 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 and hocus pocus. I'm not, 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 that's not the word that was in the beginning. Not, not that word. Amen. It's easy to say, and I say, I say it often. In the beginning was the word of the word. Well, what are you listening to today? That which we have heard, read it. 1 John 1, 1. That which was from the beginning which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. Now you say, well, who's he talking about? Who's the life? Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the life. Amen. And this is what we rejoice about. Things change when life comes in. This mortal body, this corruptible, as I said, what came out of my mother's womb needed to be changed. That's why Jesus says, marvel not that I say unto you that ye must, someone say must, I must be born again. Amen. Don't be surprised. This is how Jesus put it. Marvel not. Don't wonder about it. Amen. Ye must. There's no options. Don't look for a second way. There is only one way. In his name is Jesus Christ. There is not a third way. There is not another way. There is only one way. And again, his name is Jesus Christ. So marvel not. Don't spend your time wondering in hesitation, putting it off. Maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day, maybe next week. Maybe one more time. Some of you have been sitting there saying one more time for the past 20 years that I have known you. I'm glad you're listening today, but this is the day. Make it today before it is too late. Then you will have this assurance. You will have this confidence. 
that we may boldly say the Lord. Someone say the Lord. I'm going to pray in a couple of minutes. And I'm going to thank the Lord, my helper. Hallelujah. Because middle of June 2021, I need help. Hallelujah. You need help? Amen. I need help. At home, you need help? Amen. I'll refer you to the Lord. Amen. This is not a doctor's referral. This is Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Word of God. Praise God. And his name is Jesus. Praise God. Amen. You have all kinds of institutions. Amen. And I don't know if I, I, I won't say anything. I won't say anything because they're, they're just doing their best. But I have found everything that I need. Amen. There is nothing that will transcend what's in my hands today. Hallelujah. There is nothing greater. The greater one is in me. It's not behind some TV camera reciting some lines or some regulations or some restrictions. It's not some paid actor dressed up like a doctor or a nurse telling you you need this and you need that and you need to put this on and you need to do this, whatever. Amen. God's word has been established since the beginning. I know what to do because I'm well-versed. I'm well-read in the word of God. Hallelujah. God has provided for you and I. God has made a way. And the Bible says there is no other way, but thank God be found on that way today. Praise God. Hallelujah. So I've given you two, three reasons. I don't know, maybe four or five. I've lost track. Hallelujah. When I think of his goodness, praise God. Amen. One thing, two things. Amen. Can you count how many things, sister? Amen. You lost track? You lost count? That's how good God is. Praise God. Amen. Talk about my boss. I can tell you one or two good things he gave. Never gave me a raise. Amen. I can tell one or two good things, good personality or something. Or he's nice, lets me go home early on Fridays. I don't know. You know, we have a couple of nice things we can say about our boss. If you have a really nice boss, maybe you have two or three things or four things. Amen. But when it comes to God, how good is God? I lost track. I lost count. Put your hands up. Praise God. Amen. We ought to thank God. We ought to give him praise and we ought to give him glory. Praise God. When I think of his goodness and all that he has done for me today. Praise God. At home, I want you to do the same thing. I want you to enter into this presence. Praise God. Young children, are you with your holy parents in your living room or in your kitchen, kitchen in your house, wherever you're at? Put your hands up. We're going to pray. Hallelujah. Praise God. Get ready to thank God. Amen. Get ready to go to God in prayer before we do or say anything else. We ought to give him thanks. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. I'm thankful all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus. My Father. Amen. Our Father. Praise God, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Lord, I thank you today. Praise God. Amen. I've lost track. Hallelujah. Every single page I read, there's goodness for me. There's goodness for my soul. It's good for my heart, my soul, my mind. It's good for my spirit. Hallelujah. And Lord, I come to you today. I say thank you. I've come to worship you. I've come to glorify you. Hallelujah. And I say thank you. Blessed be his holy name. Praise God. I can walk. I can talk. I woke up this morning in my right mind. Praise God. I didn't have to have my wife spoon feed me. I opened up the fridge. There was substance. I got in my vehicle. There was gas to get me here. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. And I thank God, amen, that we have this recognition. Anyone who is listening to me today, praise God. Amen. It starts with that salvation that is in us. We will not neglect so great salvation. We will not neglect what the Spirit of God has done, what the Holy Ghost has done as a comforter, what the Holy Ghost has done as a, as a leader, what the Holy Ghost has done, praise God, to guide us into all truth, not speaking of himself, but speaking of he that has sent him. Lord, I thank God for your spirit today, and I pray the spirit of the living God upon my brothers and sisters today, from the top of their heads to the sole of their feet, sit on them. Hallelujah, as you did in the days of the upper room. Praise God. Amen. That we be filled with the Holy Ghost and with fire today. Praise God. That we walk in a way that is circumspect. Hallelujah. A way which will be bring, bring pleasure unto God. For God will be looking upon the faces of the face of this earth. He's looking for a son. He's looking for a daughter. He's looking for faith to be found. But now I pray it into our lives right now today in the name of Jesus. Praise God. It doesn't matter how old or how young whoever is listening to me today. Praise God. We are not conformed to this world, but we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. I thank God today we're not compliant to what a man or a woman has to say, but we are lining ourselves up with the scripture. Praise God. We are lining ourselves up with your word today, and I thank God today that our ears are open to hear, that our eyes are open to see, that our hearts are open to receive what you have for us today in the name of Jesus. Praise God. This is what makes us a new creature. We are not in this world, but we are in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new, and I thank God for these new things that are in us today. In the name name of Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Anoint those who are listening. The word of God that's anointed right now. The spirit, this anointing that we have right now from the house of God. Praise God. I pray that this camera, that this, the sound waves or bites or whatever it is, internet, the web, whatever you want to call it, however it can get to my brothers and sisters right now. Spirit of the living God. We don't need this technology. You can find their houses. You can find where they're at right now across this nation. In the name of Jesus, praise God that they be anointed. Hallelujah. Praise God that we have received that which was since the beginning, that which was from the beginning. Hallelujah. Heaven and earth will pass, but your word will not pass, Lord. Give us that eternal substance in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Now I pray we got some children that are rebellious, errant, our grandchildren, sons and daughters. They may be with us. They may be in some other part of the world. Aunts, uncles, cousins, parents, neighbors, or people that have seen the, our advertising, the billboard, They've seen the trailer turning the corner in front of their house. Wherever, Lord, whatever we have done, our efforts are not in vain. Lord, I pray that our testimonies, the words, we've gone door to door with pamphlets. We've been rejected. We've been mocked and ridiculed. But then the next house is somebody who wants to receive, wants to hear. Hallelujah. And I thank God for that person. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Patrick, Ernie, hallelujah. Blessed be his holy name. That have received the word of God because of a holy daughter. That is not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. I pray for them now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, praise God. My sister Anna, her grandchildren and her children. Amen. That brings the, the prayer and the, the sorrow and the, 
the, in, in her, into her life. But we pray for them right now. Our prayers are not in vain. Our fastings are not in vain in the name of Jesus Christ. Those listening, they have not yet made the decision. Today is, is, today is D-Day. Today is this, the deciding hour, the deciding moment right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, have mercy upon me. I'm a sinner. Repent of your sins, everyone listening to me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Make today the best day of your life as you decide to serve Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in your life. Lord, anoint the message as it is about to come forth. Living in the last days, we're going to have opposition, but greater is he that is in us. They may cause us, they may turn us into a spectacle, but that's all right. Praise God. Because when we see what they did to you, Jesus Christ, they hated you without a cause. And as you prepared us through your word and through your teaching, you says, because they hated me, they shall also hate you. Praise God. I thank God today that we be counted worthy. Hallelujah. Not to suffer because our pride gets in the way. Not to suffer because we're stubborn and stiff-necked. Our flesh refuses to bend. Our flesh refuses to bow down. And here we are walking around with a stiff neck, rebellious. Not because of this, but because we are living as Jesus Christ. Because we have associated ourselves, hallelujah, with the apostles who have laid this foundation. Jesus Christ being the head of the corner. Hallelujah. I pray that every one of us will decrease in the name of Jesus. Everyone listening decreases so that Jesus Christ may increase in the name of Jesus as we lift up that name, that name above every other name, that name which is a holy name, that name which will not be taken in vain, that name which we are not ashamed of. For there is salvation under no other name, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah today as we lift up the Son of Man, as we lift up that name. Hallelujah. Devils tremble at the sound of that name. Power in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Praise God. Make the devils tremble. Confess that name right now. Praise God. Greater is He. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Say the name. His name is Jesus. Say the name at home. Hallelujah. Not to be ashamed. My brothers and sisters around me, say the name. Amen. Say the name. Amen. Say the name. Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. We give him praise. We give him glory. Hallelujah. We worship him. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Thank you, Jesus, for what's in us today, Lord. Hallelujah. We do not hold back. I will bless the Lord, all my soul. Hallelujah. And all that is within me today, praise God. We have come to worship. Hallelujah. We have come to lift up that holy name, praise God. Bless it. Bless it. Hallelujah. Bless it. Bless it. Bless it be. Praise God. Lord, I pray these things in the name of Jesus. All the saints of God, everyone says amen. Hallelujah. Pray for my sister Jane in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for Sister Gregoire. That miracle that she received Friday night, give you the praise and the glory for it. Now, devil, leave her alone in the name of Jesus. No more pain, no more symptoms. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Anyone else? Praise God. Within the sound of my voice, be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed by his stripes. Ye were healed. Hallelujah. Receive the word which you are hearing right now in the name of Jesus. I woke up this morning out of breath. The devil is a liar. Be healed right now, sister. Hallelujah. Your text from yesterday. Praise God. Amen. You still had enough breath to go door to door with some flyers. Be a witness. The devil is a liar. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Lord, I thank God for this technology. As we enter into the homes and into the houses of our friends, of our brothers and sisters, of the saints, as we gather together, virtually and spiritually, I give you all the praise and I give you all the glory. Anoint this message as it is about to come forth. May I speak these words in excellence and that every word will find its way into good ground in the name of Jesus Christ. A good word in good ground will produce a good root, and a good root will produce good fruit. This is what I claim in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Devil, you're losing ground today. Praise God. We are more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. You are the loser. Praise God. We are. Amen. The victors in the name of Jesus Christ. Claim your victory today, my brothers and sisters. Keep your hands up for a moment or so. Hallelujah. Until God gets all the praise. Until God gets all the glory. Hallelujah. Give it to him today. Praise God. Hallelujah. Worship him today. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Give him praise. Amen. I've come to glorify the Lord. I've come to glorify his name. Amen. I've come to lift him up. Hallelujah. I've come to sing my, amen, my song. I've come to praise my praise. I've come to dance my dance. Amen. I've come to clap my hands. Praise God. That's what I'm here to do. Praise God. And you can do the same in your houses. The only place you can't do this is if you're driving. Keep your hands to the wheel. Pray on the wheel. Praise God. But in your house, amen, do something. Praise God. If you join my sister on the piano or on a guitar or on a djembe or with a set of spoons that you're banging, go ahead and do that. Hallelujah. Let's give God some praise and give God some glory. Clap your hands as we get ready to receive of the word of God. Put your hands together. Let's make some noise. Hallelujah. Everyone at home, do the same. Hallelujah. I've come to glorify, amen, his name. And his name is, hallelujah. That's what makes all the difference in this world today. Praise God. Jesus Christ. You're saying what? What is the Jesus? Amen. Everything changed. Amen. Even though he came unto his own and his own received them not. You know what? That didn't stop him. Praise God. And this is what I've been preaching for the past couple of weeks. How you and I are to be living. You know, what, what is our attitude? What is our mindset in these last days? And Jesus came and the Bible says that God manifest, did manifest himself in the flesh. And Jesus came and he walked amongst us. But he wasn't received by everyone today. I, I, 
I pray that you receive Jesus for who he is. Hallelujah. You want to get to know him? You need the word of God. Praise God. This is what we insist. Amen. Don't turn to Hollywood movies or books written by who knows who. There's a book right here written by God. This, every word is Holy Ghost. Every word is spirit. Every word is life. Hallelujah. Praise God. This is what you need. Amen. Coming right out directly from the word of God, directly from the mouth of God. Praise God. And this is what I, I insist you have a Bible in your hands. I'm getting to read shortly, soon. Praise God. Let's get ready to receive of the word of God. If you're still standing, make sure you have a Bible before you sit down. Get yourself into a comfortable position. Praise God. This is not a five-minute pontifical mass. This is the Holy Ghost where the Spirit of the Lord is. There is liberty. Praise God. So we're going to take our liberty. We have liberty. We have no more curfews. We have liberty. Praise God. Hallelujah. And take all the time that is necessary so that God be glorified. Hallelujah. This is a live stream right now. If you're listening on Facebook, this is a live stream. If you comment or if you give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down, I'll see you. Praise God. So I welcome you into the presence of God. You can help me preach just simply by sharing. And there's one thing I've noticed that the more, the more you share, the more shares get attached to the preaching of the Word of God, the more, um, the, the, more vis the more views we seem to have. So the more you share, the more we have uh, visitors or more people to sign on, whether they listen for five seconds or five minutes or, or they listen to the whole broadcast, just share. Amen. It's that easy. Share. Praise God. You're sitting, at, sitting in your chair. Just take out your, um, your device or your computer or whatever and just hit that little share button or ring the bell or thumbs up, whatever. Whatever social media platform you're listening to me on, thank you so much, praise God, for joining with us today. I know this word of God will be a blessing unto you. If you've taken a um, particular notice of the, um, of the title or the subtitle, it's something we've been talking about as far as the last days are concerned, is how we live, what to expect in the last days. And uh, we're going to continue with that today. The general or the main title that I've been sticking with for a little while is saints don't faint. We don't faint because we serve a God who doesn't faint. Praise God. We're not going to be worn out. Even though the devil is there trying to wear us out or wear us down. Praise God. What we have. I mean, God has equipped us with everything that we need to get to the end. Amen. God just didn't say, well, welcome into the family. Good luck. And, uh, you know, just pushed you out the front door and... And you fall out of the nest like a baby bird without wings. No, that doesn't work that way. We have Jesus Christ. Can someone say amen? Praise God. Can someone say thank you, Jesus? Praise God. So when I look at these things, as I said, I read the verse in uh, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 6. He says, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. So get your Bibles. We're going to read. Praise God. Amen. I'm preaching a gospel of the five wise, the, the, the five virgins that, there were 10 virgins, but five were wise because they were able to um, have the, their, the accessories, if you would, whatever they needed as far as oil is in their lamp. Amen. They didn't run out. They didn't faint. Praise God. Amen. Worthy of the kingdom two weeks ago? Worthy of this calling? Are you worthy to be, um, suffer reproach? Are you worthy to 
be persecuted? Are you worthy? We, look, we read some examples in the scriptures last week where the disciples or the apostles, they went through certain sufferings for the cause of Christ, not because they broke any laws. They couldn't even find any laws. In the days of Daniel, there was no, there was no law to stop them, so they made a law. That didn't stop Daniel. Daniel said, before the law, I prayed, and since your new law, I'm just, I keep praying. Amen. Your law is nothing. God's law, well, that's something different. Amen. We, we have a different uh, appreciation of who dispenses whatever they, you know, they dispense. And today it's so easy. I mean, one thing that COVID-19 has taught me anyways, as you look at the past year and a half, how easy it is for people just to become compliant to whoever says whatever. And like I said, there's a lot of people saying a lot of things. Amen. But the Lord is my helper. Amen. People come up with certain sayings and, and, and when it contradicts the Word of God. Amen. I don't care what organization. They do not have the power to override, to, to, to rewrite what is written, what's in this Bible. Nobody. Nothing. Even though they try. They don't like it. Amen. They call it an old book. Yes, it is. It goes all the way back to the beginning. And, it's, and it will. Amen. It's not only Alpha, but it is Omega. So whatever laws, whatever things, whatever is happening today, it's just, it'll wear out, it'll run out, it'll disappear. Doesn't matter if man changes into a woman or whatever. Amen. Your leadership may be, it doesn't matter what takes place. God's word will not change. An unchanging God has established, has given us an unchanging word, the Bible says. Immutable. Hallelujah. Praise God. And when I attach myself to this word, praise God, even that's the same word. Hallelujah. Praise God that God was able to speak through his prophets. That same word which is immutable. Jesus said, heaven and earth shall pass, but the words which I speak unto you, when I associate, when I attach myself to this word, it gives me the same power. It gives me the same direction. It gives me the same mind and gives me the same heart today. Praise God. And this is what I want you to have beyond a shadow of a doubt. Praise God. Before I get started, I want to read a verse in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. I'll give you 30 seconds to find that verse and a few seconds to share this link. It's like I said, I've been learning some things the past year and a half as far as humanity is concerned, how people react. Even churches come up with all kinds of funny things. Well, I'm waiting for God to tell me. He, God's going to tell me when I can reopen my church. Well, God never told you to shut it down in the first place. So I don't know what you're waiting for or who you're waiting for. You don't make any sense. You're a bunch of sellouts is what they are. Amen. In French, I use the word traitors in their sin to begin with. So can we expect much more of them? No. Listen to what the writer in Hebrews wrote. Hebrews chapter 10, and don't turn this off. Don't sit there and say, okay, I'm out of here. You can sit and listen to some boring, boring, whatever speech being read off paper. It doesn't even make sense. I wanted to find out about some ministry that I never heard of this week, and I logged on through the, their last Sunday service, right, live service in their church. It took 30 seconds. I said, he just lied to me. Maybe, I, I don't know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe I'll pay more close to two. Within two minutes, he lied to me again. That's not what the Bible says. What's he getting on with? 
talking about God and being spirit-filled and being a Christian. Less than, it was less than five minutes. I was like three minutes, four minutes. I said, hang on for a sec. That's not scriptural. In fact, that's contrary to what I've been preaching. Now what's going on? Who are you? Why do you have 4,000 listeners in three days? What's up with that? All I've heard was him talking and talking and talking. No Bible, no Bible, open nothing. Then he quotes a scripture. I go, oh, finally, we get a scripture verse. A scripture that I use and quote often. For the carnal mind is enmity with God. I said, okay, let's see how you get out of this one. Because that just, you know, you're back yourself into a corner. He finishes quoting the verse, and he quoted it right. He finishes quoting the verse. He goes, unfortunately, that verse was, mal- was mistranslated. I go, okay, you're out. Bang. I need to protect my soul. All within less than five minutes. One, two, three. I, could, I said, oh, man. God have mercy upon people that don't know the word of God. Amen. The only reason why I knew the difference is because I read. The only reason why I know the difference is not because I belong to a different church or denomination. No, it's because I, re- I have read what thus saith the Lord. I've read, I've reread, I'm still reading, and I read. Amen. I don't know how I can emphasize this more and more. Amen. So that when somebody says something, if it lines up with the Scripture, if it lines up with the Word of God, the Bible says try the spirits. I was trying a spirit, and it turned out to be not a very good spirit. Not a spirit from God. God does not contradict his word. Man may. People may. In verse 25, in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, listen. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Thank God it's only some and not everyone. Thank God it's not you today. Hallelujah. Now listen to the second half of this verse. Okay, do not forsake this assembly. We're gathering ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and I want to see some exhorting. When I get home and I read through the comments on this Facebook page, I want to see some exhorting, and I always do. Thank God for my brothers and sisters. Praise God. Exhort and comfort. Hebrews 10, verse 25, but exhorting one another and so much the more. Someone say more, more. Say it again, more. Are you going to preach much longer? Yeah, there's more. I haven't even started preaching yet. Amen. There's going to be more. If I keep listening, is there going to be more? More. So much the more. You got to love the King James Bible and the way it's written. I mean, you won't find this word for word as it is in any other version. Listen, if you're reading from King James, but exhorting one another and so much the more. Someone say more. Amen. As you see the day approaching, the last line in that verse, as you see... Oh, maybe that's the problem. Some people don't see it. Are you listening? Amen. As you see, how many times you hear me pray, open up eyes so they can see, open up ears so that they can hear, open up hearts so that those hearts can receive. What's wrong today is they, they, don't, they can't see it. So they don't see it. They're, well, they're not assembling. Oh, I don't see the need. I can stay home. I can do, do, think what you ever want to think. It's time you begin thinking according to this word, according to what the thoughts of God. Have ye also the mind which was in 
Christ Jesus. There's Peter's exhortation to the church since we're gathered together, since we're assembling. Someone say more. So much the more as ye see. I guess if you don't see it, then you're just sitting there spending time, putting your soul in jeopardy. Hallelujah. Amen. That's Hebrews 10. I read earlier, if you missed the first part of this program, I read a verse from Hebrews chapter 13. Just turn the page over into chapter 13 and read the sixth verse, probably two pages in your Bible, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. Hallelujah. Amen. We have become dependent and they even stand there. They even sit, or they sit and they stand on, your, on their speeches or on the reports. You know, get ready for the great reset. I've heard that from president, the prime minister, the prince, the queen, that everybody that has any news anchors and such. Now the new buzzword is we're going to build it back better. Prime minister, my prime minister said that. Your president in the States has said that. The other president that just left office was saying this. The, I heard the prince say it. News anchor upon news anchor, they have these sayings and these slogans, and people are slowly falling into the grass, into the means, where when you read in Revelation chapter 13, once the beast, the Antichrist, has power, the whole earth, the whole world will be deceived with these fancy terms. And then I try to quote some scripture, and they want me to shut down. They, they, want, they, want me to, they try to shut me down. Well, the devil is a liar. Amen. Because I don't care what word you may come up with, it is the Lord that is my helper. Amen. You can offer me your services. You can offer me my help, but I'm not going to depend on flesh. I don't care how big your army is. I don't care how many horses you ride. In Old Testament speak, how many chariots you have. I will not be cursed by depending on the arm of flesh. Leaning on the arm of flesh. Hallelujah. The Lord is my helper. Jehovah Jireh. He is the supplier of all my need. There is nothing wanting. Hallelujah. The Lord my God, Al Shalai. Amen. The Lord, praise God, which I have received and I received. He daily loadeth me with benefits. Try to get daily benefits from your government. I don't care if you voted for them. Amen. There's no daily benefits to be had. The devil is a thief, Jesus said. He comes to rob, to kill, and destroy. So you give him any amount of leeway, you give him an inch, he'll take his mile, he'll take whatever he can, whatever's at his disposal, and he's using a lot of things these days to come against the church, to come against the sons of God and the daughters of God, to have this word of God shut out, closed with whatever he is trying to replace it with. But the devil is a liar. The Lord is my helper. I want you to say that. I want you to understand that today. I want you to leave these few minutes that I have, these few minutes that you allow me into your house or into your, into your families with the word of God, and I appreciate it. I count it an honor and a privilege. It is a blessing of the, by the spirit, of the spirit of God that I can read these scriptures. Hallelujah. That which was from the beginning. Amen. This is nothing new. If you're sitting here saying, wow, this is the first time I ever heard of this. I've been to church all my life, never heard this. This is nothing new. Time we go back. Hallelujah to that which was. Amen. That which was from the beginning. 1 John 1, 1. Amen. That which we have heard. Hallelujah. Make sure the word of God. As Jesus often said, as it is written. 
Praise God. This is going to help us live in these last days when the world is going to come against us. We read some examples. They get tired of hearing the name Jesus Christ. It makes the devil upset. makes him mad. Praise God. But that's all right. Amen. I don't mind. Praise God. Saying the name of Jesus, you'll never wear out that name. Amen. Hallelujah. You'll never, amen, like I said, the God who daily loads me with benefits, God will never run. The Lord is my shepherd. He never runs out. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Praise God. The Lord is my helper. Don't turn, my brothers and sisters, don't turn to the left and to the right. Praise God. Hallelujah. Go back to Hebrews chapter 10. I'm going to begin the teaching in a few seconds. I'd like to welcome every one of you listening today. Praise God. Having joined with us. You can get some more people online just simply by sharing this link. Hallelujah. And there'll be some other links that will appear in the comment section if you're listening on Facebook. There's teaching. There's a radio program. Preaches, we preach around the clock. A blog that's posted. Anyways. Hallelujah. I want to get into the preaching. So those links are, it's very simple. Just click on those links and they will expand to it. They'll open up to a different window and you'll have more of the word of God. Praise God. We need this every day. Someone say every day. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to take 30 seconds. I'd like to welcome each and every one of you. Thank God for joining with us. We're going to get into Hebrews chapter 10. I'm going to read a few verses. The word of God is going to be a blessing. So let's stick. Amen. Stick with me. Praise God. Here we go. The writer in Hebrews writes, if you look at the title, my message today, Saints Don't Faint, the subtitle that we have, that, that, I, have, um, that I have posted today, praise God, is as we were teaching last week. And I'm going to read it. It's Peter that gave me the, the words of the subtitle. And uh, we're going to get to that quickly. I'll make sure to get to that one way or the other in First Peter 1, where I use the term, the end of your faith. Praise God. Let's see what happens when you stay faithful. We're going to find out what happens when you do not faint. We're going to find out what happens when you put your two hands to the plow and you do not look back. Amen. We're going to find out what happens to those who endure until the end. The Bible says, for the same shall be saved. Praise God. This is the end of your faith. Amen. That depends what you have your faith in. This is important. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I do the best I can to give you as much word as I possibly can. My brothers and sisters, help if you're listening on Facebook. You see verses posted and posted. Read those verses. Become familiar with those verses. I was listening to the preaching last week, and I was standing somewhere around here, and I was looking for the word magazine. I said, some, some of you who are familiar with guns, or you watched enough TV to know that you put these bullets in a magazine, and you pull the put the clip in, and you fire the trigger, bang, bang, and if you have 10 bullets, you get 10 shots. Some, some people's magazine, spiritually speaking, it's empty. You couldn't fire, and it is written if you had to, if your life depended on it, and let me tell you, your life is dependent on it. Jesus Christ needed, it is written. The devil was face to face with him, it is written. Okay, that one didn't work. Rehame, it is written. Amen. And it's not a semi-automatic my brother in French came, he says, man, he says, when you start talking, he says, you sound like a machine gun. When you start preaching, he says, the verse, he says, the word comes out of your mouth so fast, you need to slow it down, okay? You're not the only one to tell me that, but he referred me to a machine gun. 
And I was thinking of this thing. This is what, when it comes to the word of God, this is what we, this is how we should be. It is written. It is written. It is written. It is written. Amen. So I'm meditating on this last week. Once I heard this preaching, I says, I was talking about this. Or, and then I shook my head like some of you so often do sometimes when I come up with things. But then my mind starts going, and you know what? Some people don't even have a, a single shot or whatever they call it or a a clip or whatever you do this or slide or whatever you go you go back to the to the old days where the, the musket and you got to pull out the stick and put in some powder and drop in a ball and lick the paper and put the paper in and stick and plunge and whatever by that time devil's got you amen get yourself get rid of that old musket it is written i know one verse or one scripture get some i don't want to be too carnal with this but get some machine gun power it is written a second time it is written a third time it is written amen because they're coming after us Amen. We read last week. I'm going to jump into Hebrews 10, but for those of you who didn't or missed last week's teaching, listen to what Isaiah said. And this is the point of this teaching in Isaiah chapter 35, 59. Sorry, Isaiah 59. I'm going to read. I read verses 13, 14, and 15, but I'm going to read verse 15. Isaiah 59, it says, Yea, truth faileth. And I may as well read 14 so you can understand the, the, within the context. Judgment is turned away backward. Justice standeth afar off. The truth is fallen in the street and equity. They're protesting and nobody wants the righteousness or the equity, the justice of God. And verse 15, this is God saying, he says, yea, truth has failed. They're transgressing against the Lord. They are lying against the Lord. They are departing away from God. Last week I was teaching to draw nigh. Amen. As I get close to God, it's for my good. Remember that scripture we read? Now listen. He that departeth, verse 15, Isaiah 59. He that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. As soon as you decide to do good, as soon as you decide to say, oh, you know what, I'm tired of my sins. I'm putting an end to my sin. I'm going to stop. Every demon from hell gets agitated. And you'll have all kinds of oppositions come against, coming against you. This is life in the last days. When we have decided, when someone has decided to stand in the gap, how long will you halt between two opinions? How long will you be indecided with the prophet Elijah that stood up amongst God's people? And he says, why is it that you have life and you have death and you're standing in the middle, you still have not decided? How long is it going to be? Hallelujah. And that's the man of God and the women of God that we need upon the earth today. Because as soon as you decide to do away, the further you get from evil, the closer you get to God is the further you get away from evil. And this is Old Testament teaching. When you get into the New Testament, it's not even that you're standing next to God, it's that he is in you and ye are in him. I will come, Jesus said, and make my abode. My Father will come with me. The three will become one. That's New Testament. But the man of God still makes no error. We have these examples. This is the shadow. He's prophesying. I'm speaking of Isaiah. He's prophesying the shadow of the things to come. And he says, now he that departeth from evil makes himself a prey. They'll be looking right at you. Amen. You'll end up with a target on your back, and the devil is going to want to knock you down. But greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So this brings us to Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 32. But call to remembrance. Verse 31 is often quoted as a fearful thing to fall into the hands of, a, of the living God. But, so if you, if you want to 
hit up, or if you want to start with verse 31, it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God, but, verse 32, so I want to start reading from verse 32, but, call to remembrance the former days in which after ye were illuminated, ye endured a great fight of afflictions. So we're talking about the afflictions and the trials and the tribulations. Partly, verse 33, partly whilst ye were made a gazing stock, a spectacle is the, how the word was translated in French, and that's an English word. And not a good one. When people look at you cross-eyed, when they look at you, I think the dictionary will use the word abhorrence. They don't like what they see. Amen. Looked at the example last, last week when Jesus was being referred to as a prophet or as the Messiah. And they said, oh, there can't be Messiah. Look where he was born. Look where he came from. That can't be him. Well, who's right? It's time we decide, amen. It's time we make up our minds as to who's right and who is wrong. Because a man and woman will always have their interpretation. And as I said, it seems to stray off. It seems to stray from or away from what thus saith the Lord. Who's right? Is God a liar or is every man and every woman a liar? What does the Bible say? Amen. Let God's word be true. This is what the Bible teaches you and I. So what are we allowing? Amen. You decide. We decide what report we are going to believe. Who shall believe this report? The man of God is prophesying, going back to Isaiah. He's prophesying and prophesying. God, nobody's believing my report. What are we going to believe? What are we going to stand on? I mean, you decide. As I said, they're offering us their services. They're offering us their help. The Lord is my helper. Amen. Well, he's the prime minister. I don't care. The Lord is my prime minister. The Lord is my president. The Lord is, I'm talking about Jesus Christ, is my, is my mayor, is my deputy, is my, amen. He is my everything. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter if you voted for them or for not. I know we need some people in government to help us, you know, collect taxes and fill the potholes and some of you are saying you better stop because they're not even doing that. But they're there for our helps, and we need to pray for them, and we do. I do pray for them. Hallelujah. But when it comes to my soul, every good intention comes from God, not from anyone else, as far as my soul is concerned. Are you with me? Amen. So here the writer is writing. He says, now I want you to remember, he says, the former days, he says, after, after ye were eliminated, when you came to the light, began walking in the light. And ye endured a great fight of afflictions. Partly, here's what happened. Verse 33 says, Partly whilst ye were made a gazing stock, both by reproaches and afflictions, and partly while ye, whilst ye became companions of them that were so used. Who's your companion today? You rub shoulders with the world, you end up worldly. Amen? 
You rub shoulders with the darkness, in not too long, you'll be walking in darkness. That's how it works. But the, on the other hand, the Bible teaches us that light and darkness, there's no concord. There's no agreement. The unbeliever and the believer, there's no agreement. Amen. That's why it's hard for me. Some people say, well, it doesn't sound like you're a liberal. No, it's, it doesn't matter if it's liberal or Republican or Democrat or conservative or green or whatever it is. It's hard for me to agree when what comes out of their mouth, it doesn't matter who they are or how long they've been in office or where they're from. It, it, it makes no difference. I can't agree when it, when it disagrees with what thus saith the Lord. Hallelujah. And this is life in the last days. Amen. We looked at examples last week, last week's teaching. Listen, go back and listen to it as I continue along the same lines. While ye have become companions of them that were so used. If you, I thank God today, in French it used the word associate. As, as long as you, asso who do you associate yourself with? Who's your companion? Amen. You want to rub shoulders with the world and it brings you into compromise? You become embarrassed? Amen. Who was Peter's companion when he had trouble to, uh, to uh, what's the word I should use, to, to, um, to magnify Jesus Christ or, or to, or to um, I'm trying to think what the opposite of denying is. Somebody can help me, but you understand. I mean, he was uplift. Um, he was standing behind, around a fire rather, in companions with whoever. A woman says, you look like him. No, I don't. You sound like your speech sounds like you're from Galilee. No, no. Started cursing, swear. You had the wrong kind of companions. You didn't have companions or friends or his association for those few minutes was enough to take him, just like Jesus prophetically said, before the sun rises, you'll deny me not once, not twice, but thrice, three times. He wasn't, he had not surrounded himself with good companions. Amen. Verse 34, for ye had compassion of me in my bonds. Hebrews 10. Now here we go, the teaching from last week. And took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that ye have in heaven a better and an enduring substance. Where is it better? In heaven. And for the, my French brothers and sisters following along, you know that word in heaven doesn't seem to be there, so I introduced it to my French brothers and sisters because it's important that we're not setting ourselves up here for any length of time, for any period of time, because it's all going to end. We've been looking at this the prophecy, the word of God that we have seen prophetically speaking is allowing ourselves to be prepared for what is to come. And they, can't, they were rejoicing. We read last week in Acts chapter 5. I'll give you the verses if you're taking notes. Acts 5, 17, 18, and then Acts 5, 40 and 41. They spent the night in jail. This is Acts chapter 5. Not much has really happened yet. As far as the actions of the apostles. I know the Holy Ghost. Don't, I'm not trying to diminish the Holy Ghost. That's quite a bit that happened. Acts 1, Acts 2. 
Acts 3 is the healing. Acts 4 is the preaching. Acts 5 is the persecution, if you understand what I'm saying. Not much happened. It's talking three chapters. The signs and the wonders, and then the preaching, because the signs and the wonders brought questions saying, what's going on? Well, he that you crucified, amen, there's a miracle that's taking place, and that's because of the man that you crucified. You put away, you put him away. That's Acts chapter 4, just very briefly in summary, the preaching. And now in Acts chapter 5 comes the persecution. Not from the strip club, not from the bar, not from the karaoke joint. The honky-tonk. It came from the high priest. It came from within the church walls. They said, uh-oh, they're preaching against us. You mean, when I read these scriptures, when I read the Bible, some people say, you shouldn't talk about the churches. Well, why not? They did back in their day. Amen. He that you crucified. And there's the high priest, Mr. High Priest himself, the Pope, standing there going, uh-oh, that's me. Got to shut these guys up. What's it going to take? Well, you can try. This was last week's teaching. Drag Paul out, said he's dead. Drag them out of the city. He shakes the dust off him, gets up and goes back in the city, and he keeps at it. These gentlemen, in Acts chapter 5, these disciples, they spent the night in jail. Then he says, we may as well lay some stripes on them. We'll just beat them a little bit. That will keep them, that will shut them up. They didn't have a cause. There was no law. They didn't spend the night in jail because, they were, they, because of breaking and entry. They didn't spend the night in jail because they were driving their donkeys over the speed limit. They didn't spend the night in jail because they broke law. Without a cause, Jesus said, they hate me without a cause. They shall also hate you. Get ready to be hated. This is life in the last days. When they're going to try to diminish, that's why I prayed earlier, saying, Lord, I pray that every one of us will decrease so that they will see more of Jesus Christ, more of the gospel of Jesus Christ, more of Jesus that shed his blood for the, for the sinner. This is what the world needs to see today. So we keep reading. The writer in Hebrews says now, there's a better place in heaven that ye have in heaven a better and an enduring substance. Hebrews 10, verse 35, he says, cast not away therefore your confidence that we may boldly say. Some people have a confidence and they, and they exchange it because they don't want to lose their friends or they don't want to lose their job or they don't want to lose their status in society. I'm talking of the flesh. They don't want to be made a gazing stock. They don't want to suffer reproaches. They don't want to suffer afflictions. This is verse 33. The writer is writing, says, you have compassion in my bonds. So somehow the law has turned against him. You've had your goods spoiled. Are you ready? I asked this question two weeks ago. Are you ready? Last week, amen, are you ready to suffer? Amen. This week, well, let's find out what happens if we just keep at it and keep at it and keep at it. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, verse 35, which hath great recompense of reward. Hebrews 10, 35. Now listen to what the next verse says. For ye have need of patience that 
And I have this, the second half of 10, Hebrews 10.36 is underlined. I have it underlined. You can underline the whole verse, go right ahead. But I have the second half underlined. And I want you to pay particular attention to the order of how it is written. Hebrews 10.36. After ye have done the will of God... After ye have done the will of God, someone say after. After ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. When do you receive the promise? After ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. It doesn't say you might receive the promise and then go ahead and do the will of God. It says after, someone say after. Ingrain it. I mean, I don't want to just like rub it into. I'm trying to think of some nice way to say it. Make sure your flesh understands. Because it's your flesh that wants to drag. It's your flesh that wants to bring you down. It's the flesh that is contrary to the spirit. And these, I've been looking at the past couple of weeks, how we, that we walk by flesh, how that we concentrate, how we set our focus on the things which are invisible, not the things which are visible. It is what has, the Bible says what is invisible, what could not be seen, is what created the things which are seen. But the things which are seen shall come to naught. Heaven and earth shall pass. So if I focus, if I pay attention, if I set all my efforts on the things which I can see, which I can touch, which I can handle, and which I can smell, and which I can kick, and whatever foundation that I can build, it's not an enduring substance. So, as I said, last week, when you listen, that this is how this brought in this teaching. That we look at these things, when, if I'm looking for something that is in heaven, not there yet, can't see it. Amen. And keep reading. This will go, it'll even get deeper as I change the passage in a few minutes. I want to get down to verse 39. So make sure you have Hebrews chapter 10. Share this link. Help me preach. Praise God. After ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, verse 37, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Amen. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. For thine is the kingdom. been preaching this for two months. Listen to verse 38, Hebrews 10. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. There's the understanding that you and I need to have. Some of you who remember our dear brother White from Newfoundland, there is no prize for the halfway runner. That was his testimony that was testified so often that I'll never forget it. Hallelujah. A man who did not have the education to read but he understood what he heard and he understood what was read to him to be able to come up with that 
testimony where he would run as Paul said that I may obtain. And you don't obtain halfway to the finish line. Amen. I've never seen anybody in the Olympics or the Boston Marathon or whatever marathon win a gold or silver halfway. <sighs> okay, I've ran enough. Give me bronze. I'll take bronze. And the finish line is way, it's still way over. Keep running, buddy. You get bronze, nothing for that. Amen. And this is Paul, this is scriptural, this is biblical. Paul says, run that ye may obtain. Where do you obtain? Where's the prize? Is that that finish line? Where Paul was able to say, I finished my course, I have run the race. Paul says, on, on his, on his, he has, a, 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 I don't know, a, a half a dozen breaths left in him. And he says, I'm hovering right there by the finish line. I'm ready to cross over onto that other side. He says, where I will know Jesus Christ, and I will know him in the power of his resurrection. I will know him, praise God, in the grace which is to come. This is the confession that Paul had as he wrote these last words to, second, to Timothy in the second epistle. Amen. So he says here, verse 36, he says, ye have need of patience. Because after ye have done the will of God. And this is what I said when I opened up this program. It says, there's people telling us what to do. Go here. Wear this. Don't do this. Shut your door. I'll let you have church, but you can't sing. Just murmur. Mum, 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 mum. Don't spit. Make sure you don't spit. Good thing those folks don't see me preach because I spit a lot when I preach. They'll double mask me. They'll triple mask me trying to control that. But who are we paying attention to? This is the point I'm saying. They have their criticism, whether it be constructive or deconstructive. But contrary to the word of God, I take offense because it's going to have an effect on my soul and where I am heading. I press toward the mark for the prize. It's another Paul, Holy Ghost-inspired verse. Amen. Last week I mentioned, I was listening to the preaching this week, and it, I, I completely forgot. I said, oh yeah, that's good. I said, that, that's something good. So I'm going to repeat it this week. So you're, 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 in, you're pressed in with the crowd, and you're walking, and you're pushing. You're going the wrong way. You know, it's a big crowd. Many broad there be. Many there be that find that way and trying to find... And last week I mentioned, if you need to get on your hands and knees to press toward the crowd so that you can touch the hem of his garment, get on your hands and knees and go against the flow. Amen? Because the world is there to dominate. The world is there. The devil is there to just load us up and overload us to the point where we begin to lose control. And when I read this, he says, For yet a little while, and he that, shall, he that shall come will come. He said, will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. If any man draw back, this is God talking. Amen. I think the French translation was interesting because God's talking. He says, now my just shall live by faith. I am reading from the King James. It says, now the just, he said, shall live by faith. Talking about God's just. And now if any man draw back, my soul shall not have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition. 
We are not of them that draw back to lose. Amen. I am not the loser. What I have received from God, what God has given me, the Bible tells me to hang on to it. Amen. I already mentioned God has been so good that I have benefits. They come at me every day. That's how good my God is. And the devil is there to take them, to rob them, make sure I don't get them, to stand in the way. But the devil is a liar. Now we are not of them. That drawback is if any man draw back, my soul shall not have pleasure in him. So verse 39 says, but we are not of them who draw back under perdition. But the last half of this verse, Hebrews 10, 39, but we are them that believe to the saving of the soul. So now, I trust you can see the difference between some other people as, I'll repeat the words. I'm looking for other words. I may as well repeat what, what is written. As a gazing stock, suffer the reproaches, suffer the afflictions. This is in verse 33. Because this is life in the last days. I already begin to refuse their advice, trying to convince them they, 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 don't, they don't see it. They can't receive it because they are blind. And I try. Sometimes I, I'm, I get defeated amongst my, my own self and, or discouraged among, you know, I discourage myself. And, my, and, and Lori, I mean, my... Proverbs 31 wife, my companion, she says, can't you see they're blind? It's like as if, are you saying I'm blind? I'm blind, I can't see. She says, no, you see, they're, they're, they don't, they're blind. When they're blind, they're blind, they can't see. I sit there and say, why can't they see? I yelled and screamed and preached to them for an hour and a half and they still can't see. She says, they're blind, they can't see. That's why I pray, open up their eyes. Open up their eyes. Part of the signs and wonders, part of what we're supposed to be doing. He says, they can't. When we look at that, let me call up that verse which I read earlier in Hebrews 13. Let me get to that. Hebrews 10. Oh, in the same chapter. Sorry. Just verse 25. Back up two, three verses. Exhorting one another, but so much the more as ye see. So when my wife is trying to convince us, they can't see. Well, maybe they can hear. I'll just yell a little louder. No, they can't hear. The prophet says they're not blessed. Blessed are they which hear. Blessed are they that see. So when they don't hear and when they don't see, that blessing is not there. So I pray. I tell my wife, I'll just keep preaching or we'll keep doing something. If it's not one thing, if it's not one verse, maybe it's another verse. If it's not one sermon, maybe it's another sermon. If it's not one ad, maybe it'll be another ad. We don't give up. Amen. And I thank God for my companions, all of you listening to me today. Even companions in the same vision, companions in our tithes, companions in our offerings. You're my companions in prayers. You're my companions in fasting.
is what makes the difference. Amen? We have become companions in this way. That's how when I need to be exhorted, you can exhort me because you're going through much the same. Amen? I can exhort you through the Spirit of God. I pray, say, Holy Ghost, what is it that your people need to hear today? It's not what I want to say. It's what the Holy Ghost would have me to say. That's what counts. And I pray this every time before I pick up the microphone. Make me a vessel meet for the master's use, not my use. Amen. To be some, as bodies of Christ. Amen. Well, I'll make this more intimate. I'll make it more personal. We are the, of the same body. We're not just companions. Hallelujah. We're of the same body. We are the same, we are of the same bread. Praise God. There's another way that Paul brought this union that you and I are, the union that we have, this communion that we have. We are not of them who draw back unto perdition. Read it with me, verse 39, before I go into the book of Peter. But we are of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Hallelujah. Who are you today? Amen. Turn a few pages into the book of Peter. I have other scriptures to read, but I think I'm going to come back to them next week because I want to get to where my subtitle came from. And that's going to be in 1 Peter chapter 1. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Take these couple of seconds. I hope you share this link again. First Peter chapter 1, I'm going to begin reading from the third verse. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again. Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. So Peter is writing it, that we use that term quite often, be born again, be born again. So Peter is writing, he's using a slightly different word, but it's the exact same meaning. He says, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again, we're born again, unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, verse 4, 1 Peter 1, 4, that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven. So we have a different writer. In Hebrews, the writer wrote, an enduring substance in heaven. Now Peter is writing, reserved in heaven for you. Amen. Do you have a place reserved? Jesus told his disciples, he says, I need to leave. I go to prepare a place for you. Let not your heart be troubled. Don't worry about it. Got you covered. I leave, Holy Ghost comes down. It's all good. Someone say Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Blessed be his holy name. Someone say in heaven. Talking about in heaven. Talking about invisible things. Let's talk about in heaven. Hallelujah. He says to an inheritance 
Verse 4, 1 Peter 1. Incorruptible and undefiled, that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. Do you have a reservation in heaven? If you don't, I want to pray for you in a few minutes. That you have a place that is reserved for you. And as I teach the things that we need to go through, the trials, the tribulations, if you would, just to get there. There's a price to be paid. And we just read the writers in Hebrews says, well, some of you, you lost some goods. You may have lost your job. You may have, it doesn't matter what you had to. There's another verse comes to my mind. I don't know why it's there, but it's there. Lay aside every weight and lay aside the sin which would easily beset you all around us. Get rid of that as we keep moving and run with patience the race which is set before you. Amen. That's life in the last days, living in the last days. The devil tries to weigh you down so you can't get anywhere. The devil tries to weigh you down so you're not going to make it until the end. But listen, what we have to look forward to, I want you to have this reservation. If you don't have it, I'm going to pray with you in a few minutes so that you can have a place reserved for you. Hallelujah. Promises of God. This is what I'm looking at. Reserved in heaven for you. Someone say for me. At home, say for me. Write it in the comments. For me. I'm going to ask you, what's for you? Write it. Now, follow. You, if, if, if you wrote for me in the comments, follow, follow it up with this. My place. Someone say, my place. I've gone to prepare a place. My place. Thank God for a place. My place. Bring this personal today. Amen. Give yourself that vision that you have that is set before your eyes. So when the devil comes and he wants you to change the channel, can't be changed. Take away the remote. In front of my eyes is my place. Praise God. A, a, that is reserved for me in heaven. And a substance which is more enduring. Praise God. Even the devil will come and try to set your eyes on other things, but don't look at it. Amen. He took Jesus up on a pinnacle. He says, see, look, everything. See whatever you got. See whatever you see. What He says, well, all you got to do. And he gave him some instructions. He says, devil, get lost. Amen. Devil, it is written. He says, I'm not going to. These knees are not going to bow down to you. Amen. I have a better place. I have a better promise. I have a substance which is better. Praise God. Through, amen, through my Father in heaven. Amen. It is written. Hallelujah. Because the devil is there, like I said, to try to make things. And he's, he knows what he's doing. Living vivid color, flashes, just the way the flesh wants it, trying to draw you in, but we are not of them that will be drawn in. Amen. This is what I just read. We are not of them who draw back. Amen. Because the devil wants to suck you back from where you started from. Amen. But remember what I've been saying. The way I came into this world is not the way I'm leaving it. Hallelujah. The way I came out of my mother's womb, it's been changed since then. And that's not the way I'm leaving. Hallelujah. I've been changed. If any person be in Christ Jesus, they are what? They are a new creature. Any man, any woman, a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. Hallelujah. New things. Better things, the writer in Hebrew says. Are you with me? Amen.
Verse 4. I finished verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, which according to the abundant mercy, his abundant mercy, mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. Oh, that's where we left off. Someone say my place. Who are kept. Hallelujah. My general title for the past three, four, three, four weeks Saints, don't faint. Here it comes. That's why I've not changed the title yet. Verse 4. To it, verse 5, rather. Who are kept, someone say kept, by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Amen. Better keep going. Hallelujah. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. So yeah, the temptations, the trials are there, but we rejoice. In Acts chapter 5, Peter didn't go home and dig out his boat, dust off his fishing nets. Amen. He kept on saying, no, Jesus Christ is more important than my fishing nets. Before Jesus, I was a fisher of fish. But now since Jesus, I'm a fisher of men. And a few stripes just makes me glad. Hallelujah. This is what we read last week. Amen. Spent the night in jail. They got up. And he said, if that's all I did wrong, I said Jesus Christ a few many times. I preached Jesus Christ and him crucified. If that's all I said wrong, without a cause. Hallelujah. And we read where they went home rejoicing. Praise God. And they didn't quit. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Amen. The book of Acts is 28 chapters, I believe. It's not five chapters. And they quit and went home because they took a few stripes. Amen. They kept at it. And I thank God for that blessing. Praise God. Amen. Chapter 8, chapter 9, the Apostle Paul shows up. Chapter 10, the revelation that Peter receives. Amen. Unto the Gentiles. Praise God, which sets a whole new uh, level, if you would. Amen. Of the, of the disciples. Praise God. To the Jew first and then to the Gentile. Hallelujah. That's the book of Acts. Amen. A few stripes and a few whatever they lost. But they kept at it. They kept going. This is life in the last days. Praise his holy name who are kept by the power of God. We're not of those who draw back. Why? Because we are kept by the power of God. Amen. The devil can't draw me back. He doesn't have his grips. He doesn't have his hold on me trying to yank me in the wrong direction. Praise God. I am kept by the power of God. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. I'm talking about salvation. Salvation is the power of God, that gospel of Christ that you and I need today. Are you kept by the power of God? Amen. Remember Lot's wife. Remember the person that's running beside you or ran with you. And they stopped halfway, said, I've done enough. Amen. I've had people come to me and say, I've done enough for God. Really? Okay. If you think so, I don't know what kind of exchange rate you're, you're basing your, your efforts on, but something doesn't work out somehow. Amen. I've had people tell me they've given enough. I've stopped giving because I've given enough. Okay. What do you want me to say or do? 
I'll keep preaching the truth as it is. Amen. If you're going to believe a lie, get ready to be damned. That's what the Bible teaches me. So when the devil comes around and he wants, you know, to tickle your ears, make it sound really good and flattery. And like Eve, we looked at this verse last week, as Eve began to consider a, another voice, it began to look really good for the eyes. Yeah, it looks good, is what the Bible says. Then she began to touch it. Before she tasted, she touched it. And it was appealing to the flesh. Lucifer was getting close to introducing sin into the world. And he kept that. The sowing of doubt trying to reinterpret in his perverted way what God has said. Adam and Eve knew what God had said. They had been living by it for I don't know how many years. No sin, no death. So I don't know how long they were partaking and living the life in the Garden of Eden. But the devil came and he sowed disobedience. And because of one man's sin, sin entered into the world. And now it's an epidemic is the word I'll use. I could use the word pandemic, but I just, and it's true, nothing wrong with the word pandemic. It's just I'm tired of hearing about pandemic. This so I'll change the word. It's an epidemic. It is a pandemic, but it's, it's out of control. That's what I'm trying to say. I thank God the blood of Jesus Christ can stop it, though. And this is what you and I need today. I'm going to pray in a few minutes. I need to get to verse 9 in 1 Peter 1, but in a few minutes I'm going to pray. So that sin will stop. Sin is the cause. I know people don't want to see it this way, but it is the cause. If sin is standing behind the pulpit, then it can't preach what I'm about to preach. We can blame, last week I said, you know, this generation blames, you know, daddy's generation, and daddy's generation blame grandpa's generation and grandpa's generation and kids look at their parents y'all be using too much plastic and stop using plastic bags and start recycling and just blaming this is we're all messed up we're messed up because of sin sin is the cause some people say we're messed up because of communism no sin we're messed up because of marxism no sin we're messed up because of Wuhan. No, sin. It doesn't help when these countries have leaders that are anti-God. They're anti-Christ, the small little a. They're not the anti-Christ. They're anti-Christ. That doesn't help, especially when we know the truth. 
If you have the knowledge or the understanding of the scriptures that I have, and some of you have, I pray that most of that, I pray that all of you have, but some of you have. You can sit back and you can see the shift, the, and the world powers begin to shift from a nation that would be godly in its sense, they'd have respect for God, to nations that are ungodly. Doesn't matter where the virus came from, an ungodly nation. And begin to see the trend, the power, the prince and the power of this air. That, that's who's in control. We can make a difference. But where are the people that are making a difference? Jesus said, if something needs to be bound, he said, I give you power to bind it on earth, and it shall be bound in heaven. Where are the people who are binding? If something needs to be loosed, Jesus said, I give you power. What shall be loosed in heaven shall be loosed upon this earth, or vice versa. Where are the people that are loosing what needs to be loosed today? We're cowering back. They're saying, we know what's good for you. We're going to build it back better. Just keep your churches closed for another day or so. Give us two more weeks to flatten the curve. Follow the science. All these, like I said, if you sit back long enough, and you can Google it, go ahead. The prince has said it. I forget his name, prince, no hair, prince. The little prince said it too, the same thing. I heard him say it, the junior, the uncle. The uncle said it and the... Or the father said it. That's who Father Prince said it. And little, what's his name? I forget their names. The prime minister, our prime minister, JT, president, all saying it. We're going to build it back better. Build it back better. Build it back. News anchor after news anchor. Using the same little three words, trying to get us to swallow that. Oh, sounds so good. These people, they're, 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 they're there for our good. They're, they're protecting us. The Lord is my helper. This is what's going to make the difference. I'm not going to fall for their, for the devil's tricks. All his wiles will be quenched by the shield of faith that I hold in my hands. I don't care how nice, how politically correct they make it sound, I will not be fooled. Subtly, the Bible says, uses Eve for an example. So I go back to the second page of my Bible or the third page and read what happened to Eve. Oh, that's what happened to her. She began listening to a voice that she had no business listening to. Amen. Jesus says, my sheep know my voice and no other voice shall they follow. As soon as I hear a strange voice, an accent, a personality that doesn't line up with the word of God, with the spirit of God, for my good, I need to shut it down. Because it won't take long they were just following the masses, heading the wrong way, heading towards destruction, being told that, well, oh, everything's all right. We're here. We're looking after you. It's for your own good. Amen. Even church people, keep your church closed, Lincoln. Love your neighbor. Close your church. That's no scripture. That's not there. These are the last days we are living in. And now it's time for you and I to decide who we follow. Where is your faith? You need faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Where is your faith coming from today? Faith cometh by hearing. 
Not from some government agency, not from some cultural ideology, not from some secular institution. Too much of it. I mean, if you need to get your degree in welding or to be a, a to solder, to plumber, or to be a, I'm trying to think of other degrees that you can have, the architect or whatever, get in and get out before they indoctrinate you with their secularism, refusing to believe God for who he is, preaching a different Jesus, believing a different gospel, running around with a different spirit, which is not of God. This is how we've ended up to be where we are today, because of sin, because of disobedience. I know they have different names on it, so it attracts different people. They can call it communism. They can call it Marxism. They can call it whatever they want to call it. There's only one name that's above all those names, and it's Jesus Christ. Are you with me today? I want to go back to reading. 1 Peter 1. Thanks for bearing with me. I just say those things because, as I said, the Bible makes us aware. Amen. And I don't want it to be made you know, aware too late. We need to see the devil coming before he gets here. Amen. Because for some people, it's too late. They've swallowed whatever they've been being told for the past year and a half, and they've got themselves involved with whatever protests. This matters. That matters. What matters is my soul. That's what matters. What matters is every single soul, because it is not the will of God that any man, any woman shall perish, but that all shall receive life everlasting. So God sits upon his throne patiently, and in his patience, the Bible says, is our salvation because he's still waiting for you to get saved. He's still waiting for you to reach out and say, God, I'm tired of being a sinner. I'm tired of being disobedient. I'm tired of not walking the way I am supposed to walk. Whatever you're tired of, get rid of it today. God is waiting for you. God is waiting for you to confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I'll let you know what's coming. It's not. I'm not promising you the bed of roses. Verse 5, Peter, through Peter, I can promise you all kinds of things, but let's stick to the scriptures and let's not be fooled. Amen. Because man cannot make it better. Hallelujah. Couldn't build it right the first time. You're not going to build it back better. Amen. Like I said, that's the queen. That's the president. That's the prime minister. That's all the way down the line to the news anchor. There's only one thing that makes it better, and his name is Jesus. Shed his blood. You messed it up the first time. You messed it up the second time. You can try to, you're going to build it back, but it's not going to be better. The Antichrist is not too far away. But we are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, 
ready to be revealed in the last time. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith, listen, verse 7, being much more precious than gold, whatever monetary value you can put on it, it supersedes and transcends all of that. I don't care how much Bitcoin you have. Being much more precious than of gold because it perishes it. That perisheth. Amen. You can have some gold, just put it to, put it to good use. You got some Bitcoin, serve God with it. Amen. Because that's what will endure. Just sit there to rot. You won't even get to spend it. Though it be tried with fire, gold, it's, gold gets purified. Gold comes out of the fire. It'll still perish. Though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. That's what God is looking for. Something that will glorify him. Something that will honor him. Let's get back into the teaching of the invisible things. And I conclude with the next two verses. I want you to read with me 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 8 and 9 I have left to read. I've been trying to get to this verse for two weeks, talking about the invisible things. Listen, verse 8. Whom having not seen... Not because we're blind, it's because they're invisible. You want to see? Walk by faith. You begin to see things you've never seen before. Whom having not seen, ye love. In whom though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with unspeakable joy and full of glory. Now that takes faith. Are you looking at the visible or you're looking at what is invisible? Amen. See, if you want to say, what's it? I don't understand. Walk by faith and walk by. If you have your eyes carnally in the flesh, if you have your eyes on too many things that you see. Some people see a large crowd and they say, good preacher, large crowd. Okay, whatever. Carnal, flesh, not scriptural. Amen. Some people see wealth and they say, must be God, must be, they have, you know, they connect things in such a way, carnally speaking. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to be connected with the ideas of a man or a woman who show up and say, oh, I'm here to protect you. The Lord is my helper. Thank you very much. The Lord is my helper. Amen. Thank you for offering your services, but Jehovah Jireh. The Lord is my helper. Amen. Hallelujah. Does that make me peculiar? I guess it does. Investing in something that I have not seen? Yeah, that's, that is peculiar. Amen. Before you buy a car, you show up and you kick the tires. Pull out the dipstick and see how black the oil is. 
Amen. That's the way we do things in the flesh. But if I'm talking about my reservation, my place, which is in heaven, I haven't seen it yet. No one has. That's where faith comes in. That's where you and I need this faith today. And what happens? Verse 9, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. This is what makes a difference. The French had an interesting translation. It said the price, receiving the price of your faith, what your faith, what, what you're going to receive in return, I suppose it would. So in French, I concluded my, my program in French saying, it pays to sin. You're going to collect your wage of sin is death. But God has something for us, praise God, that is a gift. Hallelujah. Romans 6.26, the wages of your sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The summary that we have or that I'll use in verses 8 and 9. 1 Peter 1, 8 and 9, whom having not seen, ye love. His name is? Say his name. His name is? At home, say his name. His name is? In whom, though now you see him not, ye believe. His name is? Amen. Ye rejoice with unspeakable joy and full of glory. His name is? Yeah, but I lost some of my goods. Is what we read. They keep staring at me. It's like a gazing stock. I'm a spectacle. I've described Noah enough. I won't go into these details, but how many years did they pass by Noah and whatever he was building? His salvation is what he was working on. Amen? He didn't let their nonsense, their sin, their disobedience get to him. And the Bible says God remembered Noah. Hallelujah. How is God going to remember you today? I'm going to pray in about two, three minutes. I'm going to spend the next three minutes trying to convince you if there's somebody listening today that you have not made your decision, I'm going to do everything within my power, within the power of my words to convince you to make a decision now, today. And then I would like to pray with you and I'd like to pray for you. We are not of them who draw back. We read that scripture. There's been afflictions. There's been reproaches. And there'll be more. 
but we are not of them who draw back. But we are of them who draw nigh. But this is going to be my prayer. Two minutes. You're tired of your sin, it stops today. You begin to repent. With the repentant heart, regretting your disobedience, your life which has been wasted on your way to hell, you pray today and a change takes place right now. 90 seconds to make up your mind. This is how I'm going to pray. I read this verse. I closed with this last week. I closed with it again this week. Jude, verse 21. Keep yourselves in the love of God. This is how I'm going to pray. Don't draw back. Don't be caught without the love of God. Jude, verse 21. This is going to be my prayer. 60 seconds. Those of you who know how to pray, put your hands up and begin to pray. 45 seconds. Say, I want this life. I want, to be, I, want to, I want the love of God. I want to be found in the love of God. And I want to be kept. Keep me in your love. Because the devil is trying to do everything in his power to pull, pull us out. Trip us up and knock us down. Be found on the wayside and not on the way, which is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 15 seconds, I'm going to pray. Make your decision. 10 seconds. Don't wait. Make it now. Say, God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. I want your mercy. I want your grace. I need it in my life. I do not want to draw back. Hallelujah. I want to pray for you. If this is your mind right now, if you're feeling that tug, that pull, the Spirit of God is talking to you. Don't reject. Don't put it off. Saints of God, pray with me. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, there's someone listening. Their life needs to change right now. They need to come into the light. They need to come to the knowledge, to the understanding of the truth. And it is Jesus Christ and him crucified. Lord, I pray that I have not made this too complicated, but the doctrine of Christ has remained in its simplicity today. That we choose life and we live, or we just do nothing. Choose death. Go along with death the way we were born dead. We were born dying in our sins. And if we just do nothing, we just keep on heading towards perdition. But for someone somewhere wanting to change their way right now, young or old, millennial, gray-haired, no-haired, lots of hair, male, female, whoever you are, girl, boy, high school student, college, CJEP student, university student, whoever you are, makes no difference. Wherever you may be, Jesus died for whosoever believes. Doesn't matter how old you are, at least you're still living. Thank God. That you can call upon Jesus Christ today to be saved. Doesn't matter how big you are. Doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter. Even people tell you this matters, that matters. No, Jesus died for whosoever believeth. That's what counts. That's what matters. You need to begin to believe today. 
I pray for that person right now in the name of Jesus, that they receive not only Jesus Christ in their life, but at the same time, they receive power to become the sons of God today, as many as received him. For someone receiving him today, in Jesus' name I pray for that person. Lord, I thank God for this message which we have heard. Same message right from the start, right from the beginning. Praise God. I give you the praise and the glory for your word, which is everlasting. We'll open it up and we'll begin to read it tomorrow or in a week from now or 10 days from now, and it will not have changed what was said today, what we read today, the words which came out of your mouth. They are immovable. They are immutable. And I thank God for it. It gives me confidence. It gives us, my brothers and sisters, confidence. Praise God. For that repentant sinner right now, Lord, I pray, Spirit of the living God, find that person. Do what you need to do with their heart. Take out that heart of stone. Replace it with the heart of flesh. And write on the fleshly tables your commandments and your ordinances. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, I give you the praise and the glory for that soul coming. Hallelujah. The sinner which is coming home in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Let this day be your day. If you're still wondering, don't wait any longer in Jesus' name. Lord, on behalf of my brothers and sisters, I thank you for the word of God which we have received today. Again, it encourages us. It, it, it's, it, it is making sure that we keep our eyes off the flesh, off any man, off any woman. But we have our eyes on Jesus Christ and him crucified. No one else, because there's no one else to look at. We look at the stripes. We look at the chastisement. We look at the blood that was spilled, the blood that was shed, the blood that ran down. We look at what Jesus Christ did so that we can be where we are today, and not just where we are today, but heading to where we are. A place reserved for us. We are so thankful. We are so thankful. I'm thankful. I pray that my brothers and sisters are as thankful or even more thankful than I am today that we have a place reserved for us. Thank you, Jesus, for this, my place. Thank you, Jesus, for my place. If you want your place today, reserve your place today. Say, Lord Jesus, here I am. I come as a sinner. Change me. Wash me. Make me brand new. Forgive me of my sins. Hallelujah. Forget them in Jesus' name. Give me that life so that I can press toward the mark so that one day I can be shown into my place. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Praise God. Enter thou into my rest, into your rest, which is prepared for you. Thank God for those words we long to hear. The coming of the day, if it's in 15 seconds or 15 years, Lord, let us be ready. Let us be ready. Let us be ready. I thank God for the word which we have received today. I thank God for every set of ears, every pair of ears that be opened, listening to the word of God without shame, without hesitation. Praise God. We're giving you the praise and the glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. One more time. Praise and the glory. Saints of God, be with me. One more time. Give God the praise and the glory. Hallelujah. Blessed be his holy name today. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray these things. Thank God for this message which we have heard. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. If you've made your decision today, 
it's the best decision that you have ever made. Begin to read the Bible. If you, if you have trouble getting a Bible, you don't know what to get or where to get one from, I'm here to help. Or there's other brothers and sisters that can help you, but start, reach, it, reach out to us. We'll send you a Bible in the mail if you don't have one. You can download a Bible for free into whatever device, if it looks like this or if it looks like this. Those downloads are free. We're here to help. In Jesus' name, praise God, so the, as the body of Christ. With Jesus Christ being the head, it makes all the difference. Now, if you've made your decision today saying, okay, I want to live for Jesus, this, this is where it starts, in God's word. Get to know God. The only way you get to know God is through his word. Hallelujah. You get to know God, amen, from, from God himself. Praise God. This is where it starts. Every word which proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Hallelujah. Let it proceed. The only way it can proceed is if you open up the Bible, then it will proceed. Amen. A Bible shut, nothing comes out, nothing proceeds. Amen. Open up the Word of God, let it proceed. Open up your eyes, begin to read, open up your ears, begin to hear. It'll make all the difference in your life today. Praise God. That's how it starts. Praise God. And how does it end? Well, the end of your faith is what? It's salvation. This is the message which we have heard today. Praise God. Living in the last days. Praise God. The end of my faith is what? Salvation. It's a better place. It's a better substance. And we have God to thank for, and we have Jesus Christ for making the way. Hallelujah. Praise God. My name is Lincoln. You've been listening to a program. We call it That's the Truth. The truth is Jesus Christ. Praise God. The Word of God. Thank you for spending your time with me. I love you all in the Lord. Until next time, we do what Jesus says. Be you therefore ready. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Praise God. And I thank God. Amen. That the end of our faith is that salvation that we have. The promise of God. After doing the will of God, you might receive the promise. So get ready to receive the promise. Continue in the will of God. And be blessed. Until the next time, be blessed. I love you all. Praise God. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Well, I trust the word of God has blessed you today. God has given us a generous portion of our daily bread. All the glory be unto God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Remember, you can see the video and audio files of this teaching on our YouTube channel, That's the Truth, as well as our Facebook page, Linked with God. Please share these links with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Stay tuned. There's a lot more of the word of God coming right up. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening to That's the Truth.